financially tuned. Whether it's a high-performance engine or an orchestra, there's a significant difference between being slightly out of tune or perfectly in tune. The same is true of your finances. When your financial plan is even slightly out of tune, you may be paying too much for taxes, exposing yourself to too much risk, or retiring without a sound income plan. And like the conductor of an orchestra or skilled mechanic, Eric Cheek of Nevada Retirement Planners is the professional who helps to potentially get everything financially tuned. For the past 24 years, Eric Cheek has provided current, insightful advice for seniors, retirees, and those preparing for retirement. Eric works one-on-one with each of his clients to take the confusion and mystery out of the issues that threaten financial peace of mind. Contact Eric at 775-674-2222 or on the web at nvretirementplanners.com. And now here's Eric Cheek to help you find out how to be financially tuned. Welcome to another show of Financially Tuned with me, Eric Cheek from Nevada Retirement Planners. And as always, my co-host, Tony Shore. Thanks for tuning in to today's show. We're going to call it Your Guide to Medicare. Now, to start with, when it comes to planning for retirement, there's no shortage of components to consider. You've got the stock market. You've got uh, your income plan, deciding when to file for Social Security, uh, minimizing the impact of taxes uh, on your retirement assets. Those are just a few of the issues you're going to need to address. So crafting a retirement plan that's capable of supporting your lifestyle and rewarding the years you spent in the workforce, it's certainly no easy task. In fact, it's a financial challenge unlike anything you've ever faced before. Well, I believe that's true. I mean, it it sounds like a bold statement, especially the way you just said it, Eric, but um, uh, it is. It's totally true, Um, especially when you're talking about health care. And there are so many components, but like you said, we're going to talk about healthcare, a little bit about Medicare, but I want to focus on the big picture as well. Uh, healthcare costs are just skyrocketing. And uh, a lot of us, uh, myself, at least my wife and I are kind of concerned about this. So uh, I have a lot of questions to ask you about this. Before we get into it, I have to ask, you're a fascinating person. You're always up to interesting things. Uh, what have you been doing? You know, Tony, I've been really busy with uh, the upcoming changes to Social Security, and uh, we've mentioned that on the on the show quite a few times. So a lot of folks are contacting us to get those Social Security maximization reports that we offer folks. So I've been real busy during that, and uh, that keeps us busy enough uh, to where we're staying out of trouble and uh, looking forward to spring coming. We've had a lot of snow this year, which is good for our drought, but... Uh, I think everyone's looking forward to better weather ahead. How about you? Oh yeah, me same the same here except uh, minus the actual work. Oh. <laughs> um, no, I'm doing. I'm keeping busy. I, I'm working for a living, um, but I do look forward each week. My highlight is is when we get to this point when we do the radio show and get to talk to our listeners every week out there. Uh, I I have fun with it, and this is a great topic though we have today because. Um, I see this with my own parents and I saw my grandparents go through it. Uh, And, you know, with a family, you go through it. We all know health, health insurance and healthcare costs are just skyrocketing. I mean, prescription drug costs. There are so many aspects. (laughs) Healthcare is affordable since the pass of that uh, passing of that hallmark legislation, the affordable care act. 
All health care is now affordable. <laughs> yeah, not true. And uh, whether you blame the drug companies or Obama, it's outrageous. The, the costs have just kept going up and up and up and up. And especially, you know, it really, and as always, it really hits the middle class hard. It does. Um, and, and it's just, it's tough to deal with. Uh, but there are things you can do to plan ahead for these medical emergencies. And I mean, you know, we, we have a lot of different topics you can touch on here uh, from just general insurance during your working years to uh, being prepared for long-term care and Medicare. I mean, you have to have plans and strategies in place, wouldn't you say? I would say uh, undoubtedly, you know, younger folks, I mean, I'm I'm in my middle 50s and you know, the extent that I use our healthcare system is very limited. I mean, I've had a few uh, little uh, issues on my hands and arms uh, from getting too much sun. You know, they're precancerous little uh, keratoses, they're called, and they're very easily taken care of in a dermatologist's office. But, you know, I exercise, I stay really busy, I do my best to eat right. So I've really avoided uh, any major health concerns over my lifetime. But, uh, you know, statistically, most people will uh, definitely use the healthcare system. Unfortunately, it's when they're uh, older and sometimes vulnerable, and they really need to have a plan in place that addresses all this. So I think the hallmark of successful retirement planning is developing a financial plan that ensures that your money will certainly last as long as you do. And, you know, this period in your life is unique. Uh, how you distribute money matters far more than how much of you have or how adeptly you've saved it. So there's all kinds of different issues you can get involved with uh, in retirement planning, but none of this will matter if your plan doesn't address your health care needs and concerns. So having a comprehensive and affordable health insurance strategy is more than just a critical uh, component of your uh, retirement plan. It's really uh, how you want to have your quality of life. Well, yeah, and quality of life is, is so important, uh, and yet it can be so costly. And people are like, well, I've just, you know, like long-term care, I've, I've heard that a, that insurance is so expensive. And what does Medicare cover? Will that cover it? Some people think, well, you know, Medicare is, is uh, parts of it are free, other parts are inexpensive, and that should cover everything I need. Uh, but you really need to look closer at it and make sure that you don't have insurance or things that you don't need and that you have what you need. And I know there are a lot of strategies nowadays to uh, even use, uh, there are tools and vehicles that will allow people to have it there if they need it and not lose their premiums, right? Yeah. I'll tell you, just touched on a couple things. So uh, there is a misconception out there among retirees that long-term care or nursing uh, home care is covered by Medicare. Uh, Medicare has a, a very specific type of care. Sometimes it's provided in a nursing home, and maybe this is where the confusion comes from, but Medicare covers a very limited amount of time in what's called a skilled nursing facility. And these are typically people that have been discharged from the hospital, in the hospital for three or four days. Maybe they had a hip replaced or a knee replacement, something like that. Uh, and they don't require that intensive hospital care anymore, but they're not prepared to go home. And so skilled nursing care is kind of like rehabbing uh, after you've been in the hospital. So they're going to get people physical therapy and occupational therapy so they can 
learn how to walk with these new body parts. And, uh, and so Medicare covers 100 days of that. The first 20 days it covers uh, in total, and then there's co-pays for days uh, beyond 20. But what Medicare does not cover and what people are, are shocked to find out a lot of times is uh, if you have uh, yourself or a spouse ends up in a nursing home where you need custodial care, and it could be, Tony, it could be something just as simple as uh, due to your age, you can't walk any, any longer without a walker. So if you're living by yourself as an older retired person and you now need a walker to get around your house, how are you going to cook? How are you going to clean? How are you safely going to bathe and things of that nature when, uh, when you can't even walk without assistance? So there's a lot of folks that end up in nursing homes that are in that kind of situation. And unless they have a plan that specifically is designed to pay for those costs, they're going to be self-insured until they essentially run out of money. So there's a lot of things that, that go into this. And, um, you know, Medicare does an amazing job for what it does, but there are some things that uh, Medicare does not cover. And so you need to address these things. Uh, I read a report one time, it was really interesting. It said that the two threats that are most damaging to retirees is losing excessive uh, amounts of money in the stock market, market losses, uh, having too much exposure in the stock market or losing too much like folks in 2008 and uh, a long-term care bill that they did not allow for. So um, other than that, Medicare does a great job. You know, it covers about 55 million Americans. And uh, I tell you, it, it, it definitely is something that you need to plan for and work around. Well, yeah, you definitely have to plan for it and work around. And, and that's what I like about what you do, Eric, is as you help people uh, with this, uh, deal with this issue all the time, I would assume, uh, healthcare comes up quite a bit with your clients and people you meet with, doesn't it? It does. You know, a lot of our, our newer clients are people that are just uh, getting ready to uh, enter into that world of retirement. Uh, maybe they're 60, 62 years old, 63, 64. So planning on how to transition from uh, an employer-sponsored health insurance plan to Medicare can be overwhelming with a lot of folks. Uh, we've got a lot of experience. I've had an insurance license since 1986. I've been working with seniors since that time. We've got hundreds of Medicare clients, so we know how uh, the Medicare market works uh, locally, and we know what kind of uh, services that people require and what type of insurance will best uh, set them up uh, in case something happens down the road when they're retired. All right. Well, then that's that's great, and it's I'm glad you're willing to you're there because so many people are going to have a lot of problems navigating these waters, especially as they get older and look toward retirement. And we're all trying to save as much as we can for retirement, but healthcare costs it's just it's unbelievable. Now with Medicare, there are four basic types to of Medicare now, or four parts, correct? There is, and this is where confusion starts to set in. Just imagine, Tony, you and I are sitting at home and we're getting ready to turn 65. And, and in the few months uh, of the run up to 65, we start getting information from various insurance companies. Maybe we belong to AARP and we start getting information on their Medicare supplements or their Medigap plans. And maybe there's a couple of hospitals in town that have uh, their own versions of uh, coverage for people that are on Medicare. And people start getting all this information mailed to them. And they start looking through it, and that's where 
the eyes start getting glazed over. It's just what is all, <laughs> what does all this mean? So as yeah. you referenced, yeah, Medicare has four parts. Uh, there's Medicare A, B, C, and D. Now to simplify it for our discussion, I'm just going to uh, put these subdivisions together in two categories. Original Medicare, when somebody first turns 65 and becomes eligible for Medicare, original Medicare covers parts A and B. Part A of Medicare covers you if you are hospitalized overnight as an inpatient. Uh, So Part A of Medicare covers you uh, when you're hospitalized. Part B of Medicare uh, covers you for medical services. So you have to go to the doctor, you need lab work done, x-rays, Uh, you need a surgery, something of that nature. Uh, It covers most of the other things that that you're not covered for uh, when you're not hospitalized overnight. So Medicare A and B cover you in the hospital and out. Now Medicare Part C, they also call it Medicare Choice. This is an alternative to Medicare where Medicare contracts with uh, a hospital and insurance company to take the place of Medicare. And so locally there's a couple of Medicare Choice plans Uh, Both hospitals, both major hospitals in in the Reno-Sparks area have their own version of a Medicare Advantage or Medicare Part C. And then Part D of Medicare, uh, that was uh, brought to fruition in 2006. And so Medicare Part D covers prescription drugs. And so uh, there's your A, B, C, and D kind of simplified. All right. Well, we're going to get into that a little more here in the next segment, but we have to take a quick commercial break. Is there anything you'd like to add before we do? You bet, Tony. Um, You know, when you're preparing for retirement, things like healthcare can really be uh, overwhelming and even nerve wracking. So visit my website at nvretirementplanners.com or give me a call in the office at 775-674-2222 to receive our complimentary retirement income toolkit. It'll really help you prepare for the retirement you've worked so hard for. Yeah, and before we go on this break, why don't you tell our listeners that a little bit about the seminars. They're purely educational and there's no cost or obligation, right? True. Yeah, it uh, takes about an hour. There's about 100 uh, PowerPoint slides. Gives people an overview of how Social Security works. Goes into uh, some of the nomenclature, uh, some of the tools that Social Security works. Then we talk about strategies, retiring at 62, your earliest age, versus wait until 70, differences, all the different filing strategies uh, and the different implications that they uh, carry with them. So a lot of great information, very well received. The folks that come to our workshops really enjoy them and uh, usually refer their friends to come into the next one. So uh, if you're Uh, Of that age where you have not retired yet or you're getting real close, uh, give me a call and we can let you know the next dates of the Social Security Maximization Workshops you can be sure to attend. Yeah, and it's important, listeners, to reserve a spot. Even though there's no cost or obligation, you do have to reserve a spot because they can fill up fast. Thanks for that, Eric. And listeners, we're going to be right back to continue our discussion on the importance of understanding Medicare and your healthcare needs uh, with Eric Cheek on Financially Tuned after this. If you are nearing retirement age, this message is for you. New laws regarding Social Security were recently passed in Congress, reducing benefits to millions of Americans. Two strategies for filing in advance will be eliminated that could mean substantial losses to your benefits. Less than three months remain before the changes are permanent. 
Are you one of those affected by the new laws? If you are going to file and suspend or get a restricted application, then immediate action must be taken to protect your interests. You could lose money if you don't act. Can you be grandfathered in? Find out more. There is no better time than now to get the information to make an informed decision. Best of all, the information is free. Call Nevada Retirement Planners at 674-2222 and schedule a complimentary Social Security review. Find out where you stand. It could be worth thousands of dollars in future retirement checks that you've earned. Don't procrastinate. Make the call, 674-2222. Please, you must act now. Welcome back to Financially Tuned with me, Eric Cheek, from Nevada Retirement Planners and my co-host, Tony Shore. Now, the title of this show is called Your Guide to Medicare. So a couple things we've covered so far, the importance of having a Medicare strategy implemented into your retirement plan. We've also talked uh, a little bit about how Medicare is broken into four parts, A, B, C, and D. Now, remember, the Part A covers you if you're hospitalized. Uh, Now, Medicare does an excellent job of covering the cost of hospitalization, but it doesn't cover everything. Uh, For example, in 2016, uh, the uh, deductible for a benefit period under Medicare Part A is $1,288. So that means that you spend two days in the hospital. Medicare is going to cover the hospital bill, but they're going to leave behind the $1,288 deductible. That's essentially what you pay Uh, unless you're in the hospital for over 60 days. We won't go into all those different types. Then Medicare Part B covers you for medically necessary preventative treatments. So, you know, uh, things like going to the doctor, uh, ambulance services, uh, durable medical equipment, um, and you have to pay a premium for that. So uh, the standard premium uh, in 2016 is $121.80. So, uh, Essentially, it covers after a small deductible. It pays 80% of your medical costs. So I think it's pretty inexpensive insurance, but uh, it does only cover 80%. So a lot of times folks will look for uh, some type of a supplemental insurance plan particular to Medicare to to cover those gaps in Medicare. Uh, And then Medicare Advantage or uh, their Medicare-approved private insurance companies that basically take the place of Medicare, just a way to, uh, to summarize it. Uh, you're still in Medicare when you join one, but essentially a hospital and their provider network is now in charge of your health care. Some people like it. Some people don't. It's kind of like Ford buyers and Chevy buyers. Uh, and then there's Part D. Uh, that's prescription drug coverage. That's offered through private Medicare-approved insurance companies. So uh, it's very, very important to have coverage for prescription drugs. Oh, um, yeah. I mean, you know, it's not some of the things that people think that get them, you know, with prescription drugs, like if you have cholesterol-lowering medicine or things of that nature. The, the things that really uh, sideswipe retirees is they go in the hospital and they come out with, uh, you know, four or five new prescriptions and there's antibiotics and this and that. Antibiotics, I don't know why, Tony, can just be crazy expensive. So uh, it's really good that if you're a retiree and you're on Medicare to have a, uh, a Medicare approved drug, uh, drug plan or a Part D plan. Yeah, definitely. I mean, there are certain things and certain diseases where the where the medication you need if you have these these certain diseases are outrageous. Some are very inexpensive. Some are outrageously expensive, and it really makes no sense. And, um, I mean, you know, there's reasons and pages and pages of numbers and excuses, but the bottom line is you can pay $500 for a bottle of pills or you can pay $5, uh, but you don't want to risk it. You, You need to have that covered 
And uh, it's good that there is a Medicare uh, Part D, a drug plan. But now these, the, these four parts that you went over for Medicare, uh, even if you had all four or, or utilized aspects of them, there's always gaps in the coverage, right? Sure. And so uh, if someone just had Medicare and used Medicare as a standalone all by itself, uh, that could be well and good, but they're going to be self-insuring themselves for 20% of their medical costs on an annual basis. And even, you know, 20% with no upward uh, limit could be incredibly high if someone developed a chronic illness, you know, if they developed diabetes or had a heart attack, God forbid, or cancer, something like that. But here's my point, Tony. Um, when people have uh, addressed the gaps in Medicare or health care in general, and they have a plan uh, to cover those um, those shortcomings or those shortfalls mm-hmm. in these programs. What they don't do behaviorally is they don't start uh, clip on uh, you know coupon clipping or shopping for health care. Uh, and this is something that I just encourage my clients to just say, look, you do not want to be shopping around for the cheapest doctor when you're 75 years old. And you just got a serious diagnosis of a potentially life-threatening illness. Uh, you don't want to start shopping around for the cheapest doctor because you're you're either uninsured or uh, under underinsured. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And so people that have a really good insurance plan as a component of their retirement plan, they're going to get the best health care that money can buy, which is what you should do. Which is what I encourage my clients to do uh, instead of searching for the cheap, I encourage them to search for the most successful. You know, if uh, if I had cancer right now, Tony, I tell you where I'd go. I would buy myself a ticket to Houston, Texas, and I would go to the MD Anderson Cancer Research Center in Houston, sure. Texas. Sure. Um, I had a friend of mine that, that was diagnosed here in Reno uh, with one type of cancer. He wanted to get a second opinion, went to MD Anderson and they discovered that it was a completely different type of cancer. It was oh. un. It was it was a very unusual circumstance, and it was it was not um, it was not uh, uh, really the fault of the local providers that they misdiagnosed him. It was a very unusual case of cancer, and and the way it presents itself, they thought it was one thing when in fact it was something totally different. Uh, he's been hospitalized. He's had surgery. He's had all the final, all the follow-up uh, treatments. But the bottom line is, is if he would not, uh, if he would not have gone out of the area and got a second opinion, he'd probably be dead right now because they would have been treating him for the wrong uh, type of cancer. Unfortunately, wow. you know. And and what gave my friend the ability to do that was he had the plan in place that had the financial horsepower to be able to do this. So really all it cost him was a round trip ticket to Houston and his wife, a couple nights, uh, when they went, uh, in, uh, in a hotel, you know, nearby the hospital, uh, and he's getting all of his follow-up care here now that, uh, he knows uh, what type of cancer it is. So the doctors down there coordinated with the doctors up here to provide him all of his follow-up uh, treatments and therapies. But really what it was, was he had the financial ability to go out of the area. And the reason he had the financial ability to do it was because it was part of his retirement plan. We allowed for health care costs uh, to be quite high, and he had the ability to do it, and he's alive because of it. Yeah, and it's all about the coverage you have as well. So 
we're talking about uh, a way that people can uh, deal with any potential coverage gap is using that meta gap or a meta gap policy, correct? Yeah, they call them different. There's different terminologies, meta gap or Medicare supplement uh, insurance, something of that nature. But, you know, I, I just tell my clients, I say, look, uh, if you spend $150 a month for this supplemental insurance plan and you also have Medicare, um, we can put a definitive number on what your health care costs are going to be. They're going to be your Medicare premium that you have to pay and they're going to be this secondary Medigap premium you have to pay. But that's it. Between the two of them, they're going to cover your hospital bills at 100% and they're going to cover your medical bills at 100%. So um, you can't get any better than that. And so that unknown of what my health care may cost from year to year is addressed in this way. And when my clients take that type of recommendation and they implement it, the one thing they'll never do is shop around for uh, a doctor that accepts their insurance or someone who will do a procedure at less cost because they're self-insuring for some of those items. So that's really what mm. we want. And you know, here's the here's the hard number, folks. This is what it costs uh, for healthcare when you retire. Uh, I tell my clients we budget for about thirty six hundred dollars per person uh, per year when they turn sixty five. So this is covering the Medicare premium, uh, a supplemental insurance policy, and the cost of a Medicare prescription drug plan as well. Uh, it's expensive, but what they do get is very very good care. Well, and I think that's that's exactly right. That's perfect. Now, one other thing I wanted to ask you about, a little, little bit off the Medicare topic before we go, have to go here today, is, is long-term care. A lot of folks, uh, you know, can't afford or don't want a long-term care insurance policy because they're expensive and or if both. they don't end, and, and they don't end up using them, then, you know, that money that they've been paying in premiums um, you know, they just see that as a waste. Um, but you have other, there are other ways that you can get long-term care coverage and still put that money to work for you where you're, it's not going to waste. Is that true? Yeah. And what I want to, what I want to do is just back up just a little bit on that thought, Tony, what you said about people don't, uh, either want it or they can't afford it. Um, right. I just tell clients that, look, um, let's say that, you know, uh, I'm, I'm meeting with a potential client or one of my, my own clients and their net worth, let's say that with everything they have, they have a, a nice home that is mortgage free, which is ideal in retirement. Let's just say the, the home is, is, uh, worth say $300,000. And then they've got an IRA that maybe has a couple hundred thousand dollars into it. And they've got some savings. Maybe they have a uh, a CD or they have some money in the bank and maybe they have a brokerage account. Let's just say that we add up everything that they have, the the value of their home and all their assets and their net worth is $600,000, which is uh, which is nice. And I tell them to make sure that they don't use that $600,000 if they go to a nursing home. It's going to require a premium of $6,000 a year. Well, people will just balk at that. They'll go, oh my God, that's a lot of money. Well, let's keep it in context here. $6,000 a year is 1% of their net worth. So Mr. and Mrs. Uh, potential retiree, would you spend 1% of your net worth annually 
to make sure the other 99% does not go to a nursing home. I would say it is a good way to leverage assets to make sure that your piece of the pie remains as whole as possible during retirement. Yeah. Yeah. That's great advice. Now we're out of time actually for today's no, show. Unfortunately, we didn't even get to some of the other stuff we wanted to talk about, but I know it we'll always have to happens save it for another show. huh? Yep. Yep. We'll have to save it for next time. But Eric, it's been a great show. Is there anything you'd like to add before we have to go today? Well, I would just encourage our listeners uh, to either go to our website, download the retirement income toolkit. They can find it at nvretirementplanners.com or give me a call in the office uh, at 775-674-2222. If they have any concerns about what healthcare costs are going to be in retirement, we can give them all the tools and all the information we have so people can be fully prepared when that day comes to enter into a successful and long, healthy retirement. All right. And that does it for today's episode of Financially Tuned with Eric Cheek from Nevada Retirement Planners and myself, your co-host, Tony Shore. Thank you for listening to Financially Tuned. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Eric Cheek at Nevada Retirement Planners. Call 775-674-2222 or visit their website at nvretirementplanners.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. 